Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Halos in the Infield Weekly Roundup Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chase, and this is... Hey, this is Andrew. Yeah, you could see his face this time. Yeah, he didn't no. have his camera last time. So I, I could wave and do things like that, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, and as my duty as one of your hosts, I do have to tell you to please comment on some of our videos. Let us know what we're doing good, what we're doing bad, what you guys would like to see. And if you guys aren't watching on YouTube, leave us a review on all the podcasting uh, websites and everything, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to us. Give us some feedback. Let us know what we're doing. Uh, but let's just get us started. Uh, happy birthday to Trey Turner. He had a good day today. He hit for the cycle, his third in his career. What do you think about that, Andrew? I think the, the Padres are looking back at that trade with Will Myers hitting like, you know, 250 with a 750 OPS and really regretting that. I mean, they yeah. got Tatis, but wow, what, what a player Trey Turner has turned out to be. Oh, yeah. He is, he's like a true five-tool player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And he just keeps taking it up another level every year. Yeah. Would you rather have Tatis or Trey Turner? Oh, Tatis any day. Really? Yeah, really? I, I, I think on the wins above replacement, I'm a, almost a pure stack guy, so I'm really boring when it, you ask me these questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I'm a big fan of Trey Turner. I really like his defense that he's got and uh, can't beat his speed, really. I mean, yeah. if you saw the clip of him hitting that triple, you know how fast he is. Yeah, he, he's like gliding. He looks like he's gliding. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, next up, we got the Cubs no-hitter earlier this week. It was a combined no-hitter against the Dodgers, and the pitchers were Zach Davies, Ryan Tapera, Andrew Chafin, and Craig Kimbrell. So you got yeah. anything on that? Yeah, I would. that would be like a, a Jeopardy question for the most obscure no-hitter that you would expect. <laughs> <laughs> you see Kimbrell's reaction after the, uh, after the ninth inning. Uh, yeah, I think he had more emotion than he did when they won the World Series in Boston. <laughs> well, it was like he said afterwards that he didn't even know it was a no-hitter. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that because I've been seeing the replay on MLB TV every day now for like the last week. <laughs> and he's he looks ecstatic, doesn't he? Like right after? Or do you think he's just happy? I think he noticed it? only after the catcher started running out to him. <laughs> yeah, so like, the, yeah, after he started good. getting all the hugs, he's like, oh, oh, we did a good thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, but how about that turnaround for Kimbrel? He's yeah put it together this year. Yeah, what did he? He had like a six year rate last year, didn't he? Like yeah, he six, was six? not he was not doing great in his first year with the Cubs, but I mean oh, this yeah. year he's looked good. Yeah, he's been looking really good. Uh, really impressive. What is it like a point seven ERA that he has this year? It, it's something a lot better than last year. Like that's all I can say. Yeah, I, I mean, don't watch was, a whole lot of Cubs games. I don't. Yeah, I don't. My my family is all in Chicago, so I should watch a lot more <laughs> Cubs games. Yeah. And you do watch any uh, White Sox games? Nope. I'm not a Chicago fan at all. So. Uh, oh, sorry, Chicago fans. Can't do yeah. anything for you. All right. But we also have Trevor Story and Trey Mancini. They're going to participate in the Home Run Derby. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, you called it. You're right on the money with uh, Trevor Story. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's got to be, you know, the favorite. He knows the park. He knows how to hit home runs in course Field. Mm-hmm. And the guy's got just light tower power. So what do you oh, think? Remember when he hit that 500-plus foot bomb? Uh, what was that, 2019? He <laughs> yeah, had two in the same game. I think they were both 500 feet. I, yeah, I think he's – I mean, I know that you got someone like Pete Alonso who probably just hit home runs for days. But, mm -hmm. I mean, I got to pick story. He's, he's the favorite for me. 
<laughs> hey, you can't you can't leave out uh, Trey Mancini though. That's He's coming true. off a good cancer recovery. Uh, it was colon cancer, correct? That is, that is true. Yeah, and he had to to go through chemotherapy, a lot of recovery time. Mm-hmm. But that would be an amazing comeback story if Mancini could pull something off in the home run derby. That would be so. That would that would be the best story, I think. Yeah, you know, there, there's so many storylines that are coming up for the home run derby. I know, and it's hard to like just even talk about these stories without talking about Trevor's story. <laughs> it's like such an obvious pun. Yeah, yeah. But also in that week, we have to see the awful, awful All Star Game jerseys. Oh man, uh, yeah, you got to put those up on the screen. Oh, I will. I'll throw them up right now. Uh, you could see how they are not quite the best design. There's, they got like a the logo, the team logo over like the letters on the side, and it looks like a basketball jersey almost. And it's just someone, yeah, someone uh, got paid to make that. And like, then the color palette, the color palette on the hats. <laughs> the hats are like, like the hats are all red, right? Oh, dude, uh, it's. I, I just can't believe that like someone like commissioned that, like someone from MLB. Went to a designer in like January. Was like, all right, we're making all star jerseys. They got that design back, and they're like, yes, this is what we want. Like, and, this is- <laughs> and I, I, I somehow remember hearing, but I hope it's not true. Are they wearing those for the actual All Star game, or are they just like the warm up jerseys? I think those are just the warm up jerseys. I think Thank everyone, God. yeah, I think they're still gonna have everyone wear their home team jersey. Because I heard like a rumor or something saying that they were going to replace like their home jerseys or home and away <laughs> jerseys with those. Because I think it looks amazing when they wear their home and away jerseys during the All Star game. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, and, it looks cool. But I mean, I wouldn't put past MLB to change out the jerseys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it's the same organization that also made the World Series uh, home away based on the All Star game. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Well, it could be true. Speaking of jerseys, what do you think about all the uh, City Connect jerseys this year? You know, I like them. Uh, some of the some of the teams, I saw the Dodgers one. I wasn't too impressed. Oh, they came out with that one already? I think they got leaked. I was on the Dodgers subreddit. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw a picture of that up here if I find it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Um, I think they're. I think for the most part, they're really good. Um, my top one would have to be the White Sox. The White Sox one just looks so clean. And it, it looks like it's a rap album cover the way they shot it. Oh yeah, look at that! Oh, it was so good. Yeah, and like then uh, the worst one for me, it's it's a toss up between Boston and Arizona. Arizona's are are fine because they are like what the city the city is. It's like desert and it's like a kind of tan. Uh, it's a, just a tan jersey, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. They're Los Serpientes, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, uh, but if you had to rank them, what would you rate your top three? And then what would be your last one? Well, now, now that I'm looking, I'm saying that Chicago, I really like theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Cubs is kind of interesting. Yeah, they're they're basic. Man, I think the problem here is that I haven't Miami's seen Miami's is good. Yeah, I'm looking at Miami's. Miami's is great. The red and blue. Yeah, and I I just can't get over Boston's. They look like it looks like an IKEA ad. It, <laughs> it does. It, I don't know. Aren't the isn't the the yellow and light blue for like the Boston Marathon or something? I forget. Uh, dude, it may be. And yeah, but it just it just doesn't work with the Red Sox because there's literally no red in the actual jersey, 
and with a team name like the Red Sox, it doesn't work. Yeah, they, they look more like the UCLA Bruins. Hey, they do. The they yeah, do. That's the color scheme right there. Yeah. Throw up a picture of a couple UCLA Bruins alum <laughs> in their yeah. jerseys and Karen Parham. Yeah, um, they look the same. <laughs> yeah, but those jerseys are a good idea because it actually gives everybody an extra one to buy. That's true. Yeah. Also in today's news, we have Kyle Schwarber, 12 home runs in 10 games. That is an insane amount of home runs in a short amount of time, and I love what I've been seeing from him. Yeah, I mean, what is it, 12 home runs in 10 games and 16 home runs in 18 games? Mm-hmm. Those are Babe Ruth-type home run numbers. Yeah, it's it's insane. I, I mean, honestly, I thought he was on the, the slow decline that you see for you know the more heavy set. Mm-hmm. Left, you know, left fielders that are just one type of tool type of guy. I yeah. never thought we'd be seeing this type of performance from him. And, you know, I was kind of expecting this kind of performance out of, like, Jock Peterson going to the Cubs, not Kyle Schwarber going away from the Cubs. I know. Like, what what an interesting, like, turn of events. You have Kyle Schwarber leaving the Cubs, where it's pretty easy to hit a home run to left field as a lefty. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to the Nationals, who lost Bryce Harper. Yeah. And he's putting up better numbers than Bryce Harper for <laughs> one third of the money. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce Harper in Philadelphia, he's been like a kind of unsung hero, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right about that. I think was his, uh, you know, was it 13 years, 340 million or something mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. So I think there was a lot more expectations for him, but yeah. he's been a really good player. Yeah. He, he's been, I think he's been above replacement for the most part. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been. I think he's been like a four or five win, like per type of guy. Yeah. Like, they got to be looking at Kyle Schwarber. They can. We could have had seventeen million dollars more a year, and signed Kyle Schwarber and had better performance. Yeah, and how about that Nationals team? They're looking. They're looking decent. The way they've picked up guys in the last off season, like when they picked up Josh Bell, uh, I, I was actually surprised to see him go from the Pirates. Yeah, I was too. I. Uh, you know, Josh Bell had that really good first half, I think, in 2019. Mm-hmm. And then last year, you know, it was a wash with COVID. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that the Pirates sold so low on him. Yeah, yeah. What did the uh, Pirates get back for him? Do you know? I think they got a couple of uh, younger minor league players. But mm-hmm. maybe I I want to say they were pitchers. But you can, I'm probably wrong on that. So you might want to correct me later. I, I feel bad for the Pirates fans because they can never really hold on to anybody. Yeah, do you ever go on like uh, pirates forums or anything like that? And... <laughs> I can only imagine how down on themselves they've got to be. They're the most honest fan base with themselves I've ever seen. Like they uh, just, yeah, they have just the most hate for their owner I've seen of any club. <laughs> and yeah, um, it reminds me of like Padre fans back in like back in the day. Yeah, yeah, when they were bad, bad. Yeah, bad, bad forever. Just for as long as you can remember, they were a bad team. Yeah, at least they got Adam Frazier. That's true. They have Adam Frazier. Uh, they got a young third baseman that's doing great in Hayes. Kid Brian Hayes, yes, yes. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they got some pitchers that are doing well. They, they have some pieces there, so. You see that play that Hayes made the other day? Oh, yeah, that ridiculous. Yeah, that was really, yeah. Man, that guy's the real deal. And his father was uh, Charlie Hayes, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, I, I think, think he was a former minor leaguer or a major leaguer. Yeah, I think his dad was uh, Charlie Hayes, the catcher. Yeah. That so, sounds that sounds right. So another junior basically in the majors just yeah. ranking. 
Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the play, I can't play the clip anymore because we get copyrighted for that. But the play was uh, Hayes made a really nice backhanded play. What was it, like 10 feet behind the third yeah. base bag? And he's almost in the other coach's box, launches it across the diamond to get uh, Yadi Molina, I think, running down first. Yeah, I think only Yadier Molina and Albert Pools get thrown out on that play. <laughs> yeah, but it was an amazing throw, an absolute an dart across the diamond. Yeah. Uh, all right, so next up we have Dellen Batansis. Some uh, unfortunate news for him. After throwing one inning, he is now out for the season with a right shoulder injury. He really can't stay off the IL, can he? No, that's uh, what I think major injuries now for like the last three years. So. Mm -hmm. We might be looking at the last time we see him in cleats. Yeah, he really had his uh, renaissance back in uh, New York, the other New York, uh, with the Yankees. Uh, he was pitching really well for them, but I guess the magic's all gone. Yeah, he looked he looked for a little bit like he was going to take over for Mariano Rivera. Yeah. And that just never really came to fruition. Yeah, that was before they had Chapman, right? Yeah, that was before they had Chapman. Uh, and who else? Uh, I'm going to mess up his name. The lefty. Britain, Zach Britton. Yeah. So, man, and Zach yeah. Britton too. He's fallen off quite a bit since his Orioles days. Yeah. I mean, now that they don't have the sticky stuff anymore, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of pitchers just fall off a cliff. Yeah. Well, another pitcher that actually has been doing good, uh, Clayton Kershaw. In his last start, he struck out 13. Yep. And, you know, I've never been a fan of the Dodgers. Always been a fan of Clayton Kershaw. So I'm always happy to see him do well. Mm -hmm. I would prefer it if they had lost like one nothing, but <laughs> you know, it's that good sounds to see him like do well. that. Uh, that Rich Hill was it? Rich Hill who had a no hitter in Pittsburgh, and then he lost one nothing in the tenth inning to the first hit of the game. Yep, on a walk off home run. That sounds right. Ugh, that that's got to be the worst feeling of all time, especially for like the offense. If the offense can't put up a single run to get you a no hitter. Yeah, I know. I, I wonder what it's like in the in the locker room after that. Like, it's got to be just awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, like he literally, if he scored one run, I would have had a no-hitter. <laughs> <laughs> they probably had like six runners on third throughout the game. I know, I know. And just just could not get it done. Could not squeeze it across. Uh, yeah, but Clayton Kershaw, he's stayed pretty good throughout his career. Um, he has had a couple uh, iffy moments in the playoffs. We know that. That's what he's notorious oh, yeah. for. But, I mean, Clayton Kershaw is a Hall of Fame lock, even without those playoff uh, playoff runs, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think he's got the lowest DRA of anyone in the active era, for, or uh, in the live ball era for baseball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I think it's like like 2, 3, 9 or something ridiculously low like that. Mm -hmm. And, so, I mean, auto lock, uh, even if he is really horrible in the playoffs. He's <laughs> <laughs> not horrible. He's just, yeah, he's, he's rocky. It's It's... Yeah. Sometimes is really dominant, and other times he gives up six home runs in a game and then yeah, chokes yeah. away the game. But I'm hoping for the best for him in his next endeavor in the playoffs. You know, it, it sucks to see a guy continuously like stumble in a in a role. It, it, like I don't personally like seeing it. No, it, you know you don't see a lot of guys that are like the anti Michael Jordan. Yeah, where it's like they're the best but you don't want them in the spotlight. That sounds like Yankees fans to literally anybody off the Yankees. I know. that. Yeah, that does. Like after Otani's start today, quote-unquote <laughs> start, after he threw 
two outs of baseball. He, th- he had like 30 pitches, gave up like, what was it, six seven, runs, seven yeah, runs? I think seven runs. In bat- and that was, that was and everybody practice. on Instagram was like, oh, why, why isn't MLB talking about Otani choking away the game? He's no longer the MVP. Vladdy Jr. is going to be the MVP now. And it's like, it was one start. My God, let up. I know. I know. Yankees fans are brutal. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're they're the most harsh, especially since they haven't won a World Series. And like, you know, for them, anytime they're in the last more decade, hungry. Yeah. So I mean, I just hope that the Yankees can be like perpetually like an eighty-eight win team for the next <laughs> twenty years. Just never quite get there. Just shut them up forever. Yeah, you know, like just be like the Red Sox were for a long time. Just like pretty mm-hmm. good, but not bad enough to ever get like a good draft pick. <laughs> that's where that's where the angels were for the last few years where they were just right in the middle like 15th pick i know you have like you had a roster that was really bad around mike trout the mike trout was just so good yeah well we're gonna talk about a former angel here in a second hector santiago he was the first player caught with a foreign substance after the crackdowns yeah and you know Looking at his stats, going from a six ERA last year to I think a two three five this year or something around that that area, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that he was using sticky stuff. He's probably someone that newly switched to it, and maybe thought that he couldn't perform like he could before mm-hmm. without it. So he gambled, and now he's going to get a ten day paid vacation. Yeah, and uh, from what I've read, everybody was saying, oh, yeah, he was just caked up on rosin, just putting a whole bunch on his arms and everything. He's like, oh, yeah, it just melted down my arm onto my glove. I've also read another thing where it was like the eyelets in his his glove were also like raised to where he could scuff up a baseball if he needed to. Yeah, I would not be surprised. That that seems like some like nineteen fifty fifteen baseball type stuff right there. That sounds like the pitcher from uh, Angels in the Outfield, right? <laughs> yeah, where he's like, I got I got a little bit of everything for all these pitches. Is yeah, the exactly. wash pitcher? Yep, that sounds exact, exactly like uh, Hector Santiago. And it was working for him this year. He was doing yeah. pretty well. I mean, we'll, we'll see how he does after he comes back. Uh, we'll we'll see if he's truly guilty or not of anything. You know what I was uh, wondering? Do you, th- do you think they test, they check the catchers? You know, that's a good question, but I don't think you can. Because yeah. I don't think you could transfer enough sticky stuff from between the catcher and the pitcher, even on like a mound visit or anything. Because you throw out the baseball so often that it's like... You just uh, have it in your glove, right? Yeah. I, just... I mean, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's like, a good would, question to would ask that, would that be illegal like if the pitcher got a ball from the catcher that had pine tar from the mitt i i don't know what if the pine tar knocks off on a, a broken bat or something yeah right is I that know, illegal uh, yeah you saw uh joe musgrove played uh hitting off of a trevor bauer right Where he threw i did the not bat. so he no. threw the yeah he has no because uh joe musgrove doesn't want to have any pine tar on his hands uh-huh he doesn't want to have to wash it off he doesn't yeah. use any pine tar or anything on his uh bat uh-huh. And so his first at bat, it just completely slipped out of his hands. Went into the, you know, went into the the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then Trevor Bauer offered him some uh, rosin <laughs> to hold on to it. Yeah, really, all you need on a bat is a good grip tape and gloves. That's true. If you got that, then you're good to go. Although some pine tar on that, nothing like the feeling because you feel like you got a great grip on the bat. Feel like you can swing as hard as you can. Which, oh, why yeah. does he just wear batting gloves? If he doesn't want to get it on his hands. No, exactly. 
exactly. Pitcher's just making dumb excuses now. Yep. And uh, to our final story for this show, we have Trevor Bauer. Uh, he is under investigation by the Pasadena Police Department for sexual assault. Yeah, uh, not a good look for Trevor Bauer. It's a really uh, bad story. Like, I'm just going to be upfront about it. Mm-hmm. Um, his accuser, uh, she, you know, has a lot of evidence that what Trevor Bauer was doing was criminal. Um, I don't, you know, you know, I think we want to keep this more family friendly, so I'm not going to get too into it. But yeah. it got into a what started off as a consensual sexual encounter and it moved into Trevor Bauer doing things that were violent and non-consensual mm-hmm. and involved the, the victim becoming unconscious. And yes. Yeah, so she has she has pictures. She has a court order to keep Trevor Bauer away, and she has a, for the athletic, a recorded confession from Trevor Bauer, where he admitted to doing these things, and the police were listening in on the call. So, mm-hmm. it looks like we're not going to be seeing Trevor Bauer for a long time. Uh, I mean, baseball doesn't have the best track record with fully pushing out people that are domestically violent or mm-hmm. sexually assaulting, but. I don't know. It's a hard one to talk about. Talk about. Yeah, yeah, and you put that. You put that very well. Um, I, I did hear that Trevor Bauer's lawyer is very uh, loaded up. Um, like he got the best lawyer that money can buy. So I don't think that gives him the best look. Um, and uh, everything that we've heard up until this point doesn't give him a good look either. And um, we'll just have to see how the story unfolds. Yeah, I mean. I know that the the common saying is to wait for all the facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's important to admit to say that the court has received pictures that were taken by nurses of the SART team, which is the sexual assault response team at a hospital, where they have the the where she the victim had bruising on her face, her eyes were swollen shut. So something did, definitely did happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bauer admitted to it. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all we got on it. It's a developing story, and uh, we'll be back next week with uh, hopefully more info on that. Um, but that'll wrap up this episode of the Halos in the Infield Weekly Roundup. Uh, if you got anything else to say, Andrew, now is the time to do so. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not laughing about the previous story. I'm laughing that we just went with the most intense story to finish it off, and that's it. We'll see yeah. you next week. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, You're yeah, good? That's, all I, you that's got all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening or watching. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, share, uh, rate us on all your podcast websites. And we will see you guys next week with our third episode. Uh, yeah. See you guys later. See you guys.